0: Prefatory note and introduction to The New Life, La Vita Nuova. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mary J., Bloomington, Indiana. The New Life, La Vita Nuova, by Dante Alighieri. Translated by Dante Gabriel Rossetti. Prefatory note dante gabriel rossetti being the son of an italian who was greatly immersed in the study of dante alighieri and who produced a comment on the inferno and other books relating to dantesque literature was from his earliest childhood familiar with the name of the stupendous florentine and to some extent aware of the range and quality of his writings nevertheless or perhaps indeed it may have been partly on that very account he did not in those opening years read dante to any degree worth mentioning he was well versed in shakespeare walter scott byron and some other writers years before he applied himself to dante he may have been fourteen years of age or even fifteen may eighteen forty three before he took seriously to the author of the divina commedia he then read him eagerly and with the profoundest admiration and delight and from the commedia he proceeded to the lyrical poems and the vita nuova I question whether he ever read, unless in the most cursory way, other and less fascinating writings of Alighieri, such as the Convivio and the De Monarchia. From reading, Rossetti went on to translating. He translated at an early age, chiefly between 1845 and 1849, a great number of poems by the Italians contemporary with Dante or preceding him, and, among other things, he made a version of the whole vita nuova, prose and verse this may possibly have been the first important thing that he translated from the italian if not the first still less was it the last and it may well be that his rendering of the book was completed within the year eighteen forty six or early in eighteen forty seven he did not of course leave his version exactly as it had come at first on the contrary took counsel with friends alfred tennyson among the number toned down crudities and juvenilities, and worked to make the whole thing impressive and artistic for in such matters he was much more chargeable with over fastidiousness than with laxity still the work as we now have it is essentially the work of those adolescent years from time to time reconsidered and improved but not transmuted some few years after producing his translation of the vita nuova rossetti was desirous of publishing it and of illustrating the volume with etchings from various designs which he had meanwhile done of instance in the story this project however had to be laid aside owing to want of means and the etchings were never undertaken it was only in eighteen sixty one that the volume named the early italian poets including the translated vita nuova was brought out the same volume, with a change in arrangement of its contents, was reissued in eighteen seventy four, entitled Dante and His Circle. This book, in its original form, was received with favor, and settled the claim of Rossetti to rank as a poetic translator, or indeed as a poet in his own right. For the early Italian poets he wrote a preface, from which a passage immediately relating to the Vita Nuova is extracted in the present edition. There are some other passages affecting the whole of the translations in that volume which deserve to be borne in mind as showing the spirit in which he undertook the translating work and i give them here the lifeblood of rhythmical translation is this commandment that a good poem shall not be turned into a bad one the only true motive for putting poetry into a fresh language must be to endow a fresh nation as far as possible with one more possession of beauty poetry not being an exact science literality of rendering is altogether secondary to this chief law i say literality not fidelity which is by no means the same thing when literality can be combined with what is thus the primary condition of success the translator is fortunate and must strive his utmost to unite them when such object can only be obtained by paraphrase that is his only path any merit possessed by these translations is derived from an effort to follow this principle the task of the translator and with all humility be it spoken is one of some self-denial often would he avail himself of any special grace of his own idiom and epoch if only his will belonged to him often would some cadence serve him but for his author's structure some structure but for his author's cadence often the beautiful turn of a stanza must be weakened to adopt some rhyme which will tally and he sees the poet revelling in abundance of language where himself is scantily supplied now he would slight the matter for the music and now the music for the matter but no he must deal to each alike sometimes too a flaw in the work galls him and he would fain remove it doing for the poet that which his age denied him but no it is not in the bond it may be as well to explain here a very small share which i myself took in the vita nuova translation when the volume the early italian poets was in preparation my brother asked me january eighteen sixty one to aid by collating the vita nuova with the original and amending inaccuracies he defined the work further as follows what i want is that you should correct my translation throughout removing inaccuracies and mannerisms and if you have time it would be a great service to translate the analyses of the poem which i omitted this however if you think it desirable to include them i did not at the time on the ground of readableness but since think they may be desirable only have become so unfamiliar with the book that i have no distinct opinion on january twenty fifth he wrote many and many thanks for a most essential service most thoroughly performed i have not yet verified the whole of the notes but i see that they are just what i need and will save me a vast amount of trouble i should very much wish that the translation were more literal but cannot do it all again my notes which you have taken the trouble of revising are of course quite paltry and useless in order that the reader may judge as to this question of literality i will here give the literal englishing of the sonnet at page thirty eight in the paragraph which precedes it i take the passage quite at random and the reader can if he likes compare this rendering with that which appears in dante rosetti's text After the departure of this gentlewoman, it was the pleasure of the lord of the angels to call to his glory a young lady, and much of noble aspect, who was very graceful in this aforesaid city, whose body I saw lying without the soul amid many ladies, who were weeping very piteously. Then, remembering that erewhile I had seen her keeping company with that most noble one, I could not withhold some tears. Indeed, weeping, I purposed to speak certain words about her death, in guerdon of my having at some whiles seen her with my lady." and somewhat of this i referred to in the last part of the words which i spoke of her as manifestly appears to him who understands them and then i compose these two sonnets of which the first begins weep lovers and the second villain death weep lovers since love weeps hearkening what cause makes him wail love hears ladies invoking pity showing bitter grief outwardly by the eyes because villain death has set his cruel working upon a noble heart ruining that which in a noble lady is to be praised in the world apart from honour hear how much love did her honouring for i saw him lamenting in very person over the dead seemly image and often he gazed towards heaven wherein was already settled the noble soul who had been the lady of such gladsome semblance it would be out of place to enter here into any detailed observations upon the vita nuova its meaning and the literature which has grown out of it i will merely name as obvious things for the english reader to consult the translation which was made by sir theodore martin the essay by Professor C. Eliot Norton, the translations published by Dr. Garnett in his book entitled Dante Petrar Camoens, 124 Sonnets, along with the remarks in his valuable History of Italian Literature, Scartazzini's Companion to Dante, in the publications of the Reverend Dr. Moore, the Foremost of our Living Dante Scholars. W. M. Rossetti, August 1899. Introduction the vita nuova the autobiography or auto psychology of dante's youth till about his twenty-seventh year is already well known to many in the original or by means of essays and of english versions partial or entire it is therefore and on all accounts unnecessary to say much more of the work here than it says for itself wedded to its exquisite and intimate beauties are personal peculiarities which excite wonder and conjecture best replied to in the words which beatrice herself is made to utter in the commedia Questi futale nella sua vita nuova thus then young dante was all that seemed possible to be done here for the work was to translate it in as free and clear a form as was consistent with fidelity to its meaning and to ease it as far as possible from notes and encumbrances it may be noted here how necessary a knowledge of the vita nuova is to the full comprehension of the part borne by beatrice in the commedia Moreover, it is only from the perusal of its earliest and then undivulged self-communings that we can divine the whole bitterness of wrong to such a soul as Dante's, its poignant sense of abandonment, or its deep and jealous refuge in memory. Above all, it is here that we find the first manifestations of that wisdom of obedience, that natural breath of duty, which, afterwards, in the Commedia, lifted up a mighty voice for warning and testimony throughout the vita nuova there is a strain like the first falling murmur which reaches the ear in some remote meadow and prepares us to look upon the sea boccaccio in his life of dante tells us that the great poet in later life was ashamed of this work of his youth such a statement hardly seems reconcilable with the allusions to it made or implied in the commedia but it is true that the vita nuova is a book which only youth could have produced and which must chiefly remain sacred to the young to each of whom the figure of Beatrice, less lifelike than love-like, will seem the friend of his own heart. Nor is this, perhaps, its least praise. To tax its author with effeminacy on account of the extreme sensitiveness evinced by this narrative of his love would be manifestly unjust, when we find that, though love alone is the theme of the vita nuova, war already ranked among the author's experiences at the period to which it relates. In the year 1289, the one preceding the death of beatrice dante served with the foremost cavalry in the great battle of campaldino on the eleventh of june when the florentines defeated the people of arezzo in the autumn of the next year twelve ninety when for him by the death of beatrice the city as he says sat solitary such refuge as he might find from his grief was sought in action and danger for we learn from the commedia that he served in the war then waged by florence upon pisa and was present at the surrender of caprona He says, using the reminiscence to give life to a description, in his great way, I've seen the troops of Caprona go, on terms affrighted thus, when on the spot they found themselves with foam-encompassed so. Cayley's translation. A word should be said here of the title of Dante's autobiography. The adjective nuovo, nuova, or novello, novella, literally new, is often used by Dante and other early writers in the sense of young, this has induced some editors of the vita nuova to explain the title as meaning early life i should be glad on some accounts to adopt this supposition as everything is again which increases clearness to the modern reader but on consideration i think the more mystical interpretation of the words as new life in reference to that revulsion of his being which dante so minutely describes as having occurred simultaneously with his first sight of Beatrice, appears the primary one and therefore the most necessary to be given in a translation The probability may be that both were meant, but this I cannot convey. End of the introduction